Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
completely different song. Yeah. Yeah, Good afternoon. <laughs> this is Music Woman Radio on blogtalkradio.com, and this is your host, Diva JC. And this show is sponsored by Women in Jazz South Florida, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes women musicians globally. And today, our amazing music woman is Amy K. Bormet, who is calling in on the line. Good afternoon, Amy. Hi, Joan. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm happy that you're here. I'm the gatherer of women musicians, and you are at the top of the list. You do so much. So <laughs> well, you're thank you. I'm happy to be. From, <laughs> you're calling in from California where? Uh, yeah, I'm in Los Angeles right now. Okay. And we just listened to your composition, Bailout. Piece that I wrote um, for the Bohemian Caverns Jazz Orchestra, which is uh, in my hometown of Washington, D.C., and uh, they're going five years strong now every Monday night down at Bohemian Caverns. So I, I wrote that piece for them, and we, we did it, recorded it a couple years ago. Excellent. And your instrument is? Uh, I'm a pianist and a vocalist, and I'm also a, a composer and a arranger. Okay. So tell us. How did you first come to music as a child? Um, my mother really uh, was always sitting down at the piano with me. My mother's a musician and uh, is now an audiologist, but, you know, is still very much involved in my musical life. Uh, and she played clarinet uh, when I was a kid, and uh, she also played a little bit of piano. So we had my grandmother's piano. So I kind of just started playing playing by ear. My older brother was taking piano lessons, and I uh, was very, and still am, very competitive. So I, I wanted to get good really quick. And, um, yeah, I loved playing by ear and loved playing with people. And uh, that's sort of the, the beginning of, of uh, how I fell in love with music. And so you are a composer. Do you have a music publishing company? Um, not really. I, uh, I'm just working through my own, uh, publishing, which is Striking Enterprises. Um, that's what I have that I, I published all of my pieces that I put out on my first CD. So, um, definitely a little behind on the, the business upkeep, but I've been, uh, I've been working and, uh, very, very busy and happy to have, uh, some of my, my pieces on record and, uh, being performed at the Kennedy Center and all over the place. So, working that way. Are you with BMI or ASCAP? I'm with ASCAP. Okay. And have you ever thought about putting, or have you, put your music in a book? Um, no, that's something I'd love to do is, you know, get a get a songbook together. I'm, I'm working right now on a song cycle of pieces based on Gwendolyn Brooks' poetry. So now I have about seven of those. Um, so I think that they'll make a great collection um, of pieces, and they're written for um, bass, classical bass, and voice, and some of them have piano, and some of them also have strings. So I'd love to be able to put those um, all together into into a written book. Okay, so tell us about the organization that are you the founder of Women in Music in Washington, D.C., Women in Jazz? Yes, what is your what the, is the organization? Sure, I started the Washington Women in Jazz Festival um 
this year we just had our fifth festival. So I started back in uh, 2011, and um, yeah, we've been we've been uh, promoting female musicians in the District of Columbia, and um, having a, an annual festival. And through our annual festival, we have um, somewhere in the range. Every year, we've had somewhere in the range of 10 to 15 concerts, and also master classes and lectures on uh, historical uh, women in the in the industry. And last year, we did Shirley Horn, and this past year, we've done Billie Holiday, and uh, do, doing presentations at the Smithsonian um, on those women. And also this year, we did some uh, panel discussions on women in music. Um, at that were held at the House of Sweden on International Women's Day, and we had several guests from Sweden come over as part of a new exchange that we're doing, taking it international and uh, bringing women from Sweden over to D.C., and now uh, D.C. women over to Sweden for the first Swedish Women in Jazz Festival in September. Wow. Yeah, okay. great. Do you know Amanda <laughs> Sedgwick? I'm sorry? Um, do you know Amanda Sedgwick? I don't. Oh, she was our first international vice president, and she's in uh, Stockholm. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. I'll have to look her up. Yeah. She's excellent. Great. She she plays uh, alto and tenor, oh, cool. I think. So awesome. um, it is such a pleasure, first of all, to finally have you on the show. I think we tried this a year or two ago, and your schedule didn't <laughs> we made it with our schedule. Yes. And I do have, um, I have a reason that I wanted to talk to you, because we are calling for the Symposium of Women in the Arts, August 4th, at the American University in Washington, D.C., and that's yes. all the arts. So I would like to ask you to share that information with your network in Washington, D.C. It's an all-day event, and our goal is to create a lobby for women in the arts for public funding so that women in the arts get more opportunities through uh, federally and uh, federal, state, and municipal funding. Because I think that that is a problem that we have as women artists. We don't know how to access the money that is there. Because there are millions of dollars earmarked for culture in this country. But it's a matter of knowing that the money is there and knowing how to access it. So a lot of times women don't do the business. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what my purpose is to um, bring awareness about the the inequity of income earned by women musicians compared to male musicians, and then to find a solution for that. And that would be in public funding. You know, private funding is good, but public funding is... Uh, mandatory because women pay 53% of the taxes on the planet. So are you familiar with uh, Dona in Musica in Rome? I'm not, no. I'm going to suggest you to be an honorary uh, international 
honor committee person to them. Our organization has been uh, a member for about five years, and International Women in Jazz in New York is the organization that brought me. And I went to Italy to the We Must Conference. So anyway, I have a lot of information to impart about that, but that's another day. This is about you, and I (laughs) I want want you to (laughs) – that's right. I want you to talk a little bit about what you do in L.A. I know what you do, or, you know, you can tell – what is the website for the festival, first of all? Uh, The festival website is WashingtonWomenInJazz.com. And your personal website is? My personal website is amykbormitt.com. Okay, so go and listen to Amy Bormitt's music. You're on YouTube. Yes, ma'am. And so and I'm, I'm just working today. I was just working on putting up new videos from the, from the recent festival on YouTube, so hopefully I'll have some, some new stuff up this week. Good, good. Okay, so share the link to the show. In about 30 minutes, it's archived. And then you can, you know, people can hear your music and go to your website, know more about you, because you are a talented young lady. I've been watching you for many years, and uh, I applaud what you do to make sure that women musicians are seen, heard, and appreciated. I really do. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your music? Tell us about Preacher, because that has a little strange intro, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, um, that's my, my newest project is a, a band called Ephemera. And this is the band that I'm taking to Sweden um, to represent the Washington Women in Jazz Festival. So um, it's an all-female band, and um, it sort of came out of what I called the Washington Women in Jazz Festival All-Stars for a few years, which was the main outlet of uh, my music and my writing was in, through this group. Um, so now this year I've added Janelle Pine, who's a wonderful cellist, and you can hear at the beginning of the song uh, the electronics and um, the drones and the, the, the different influences she has um, to bring to the band. So um, it's a great piece, and this year at the festival um, I was lucky enough to have uh, Faye Victor as our guest artist, who's an incredible vocalist and is touring all over Europe and all over, you know, every night playing in New York and all over the U.S. She's just wonderful and very inventive um, singer and performer. What instrument? She's a vocalist. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. so she's singing, she's singing the piece, piece The Preacher, and uh, is, uh, it's written um, on a poem of Gwendolyn Brooks that is called The Preacher Ruminates After the Sermon, um, and it's just a, a beautiful poem, and I was very inspired when I when I saw that poem to to set it to music because it's a very musical uh, piece. So I've been, like I said, I've been working on this Gwendolyn Brooks, uh, a bunch of Gwendolyn Brooks poetry, um, and I, you know, I, it just stuck with me. Um, that piece especially, I spent a lot of time uh, rearranging and and fixing it and. Uh, reworking it because it was it was very important to me and uh, ha- was happy enough to premiere it at the uh, the House of Sweden for our International Women's Day event this past March. Um, so yeah, I've just been writing a lot of music and and performing it um, both in DC and in LA. Um, 
I've been lucky enough to be kind of bi-coastal and uh, do different projects in different places. And um, Los Angeles is great for doing all sorts of genres. Um, you know, I'm working with everything from country groups to hip-hop groups to uh, new music ensembles and, and writing music to sort of fit the bill for all of those types of things. So it's been a very magical place um, to be in Los Angeles and then also to to be in D.C. and keep my connections there and uh, to be able to perform at places like the Smithsonian and the House of Sweden. Excellent. Excellent. Earlier you said that your published company, Music, for music is striking enterprises. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Okay. So now, what is the instrumentation in your band, and what is the name of your band again? Well, we don't have a fancy website or anything yet, but um, my band, we just have a Facebook page. My band is called Ephemera. Ephemera. Ephemera, yes. No, it's spell it. <laughs> oh, sorry. E oh, this is a real quiz. E P H E M E R A. Ephemera. Mhm. Is it with an S? Music band? No. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for oh, it. Oh well, I just Facebook have a I have a Facebook page, so it's I think it's under Amy K. Bormitz Ephemera. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, and so. What would you tell a young woman coming into the music business? Um, I I have to say being persistent and being bold are two things that I I constantly find rewarding um is that I just I just don't quit at anything. That that's what I would recommend the most. Is if you have an idea and you want to do it um just do it, you know, don't wait for it to be perfect and don't wait for all the stars to align to make it perfect. Just throw it out there and, you know, like I've done with this festival, people support it and they come out and they want to be they want to be a part of something. So um, for me, a major part of being a female musician is not waiting for the phone to ring. Um, you have to create your own projects because it is a male-dominated industry and you can't. It's harder to get work as a side woman um, than it is to just create your own projects and you be the one to make the phone calls and you take take charge. And that's um, where I've seen the most success in in my my career, at least. Okay, and tell us a couple of your CDs. What are the titles? Um, sure. I have one one debut CD. It's called uh, Amy K. Bormit Striking, and that's with my my five piece band. Um, that I went to school with uh, some friends of mine from Howard University where I went to grad school. Um, and that is the CD of mostly my compositions. So, and we play, it's um, sort of a mixture of um, jazz and pushing pushing the avant-garde, but also with uh, with vocals on several pieces. So it's, uh, you know, I think it's, it's pretty, um, you know, it has a little bit of a pop sensibility, but with traditional jazz instrumentation. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you, your event is not the same as the Mary Lou Williams Jazz Festival. So I started this, yeah, I actually um, wasn't definitely inspired by 
um, Dr. Billy Taylor and um, the Mary Williams Jazz Festival. When I was in grad school, I went, um, I was actually part of the Mary Williams Emerging Artist Program um, at the Kennedy Center. I did a residency and I performed for the Mary Williams Festival. Um, and then a couple years afterwards, I performed with my uh, with my quintet, Striking, also at the uh, Mary Williams Jazz Festival. So I've I've been a you know, very involved with that festival, and that's something that I have enjoyed and gone to, um, you know, for years since since I was a kid. And um, I was totally inspired by that festival. And when I did my artist uh, artist in residency there um, with the Emerging Artist Program, I saw so many women that I knew from D.C. performing um, in big bands, you know, and and also um, on the Millennium stage and. I thought to myself, you know, why do we not have a local um, variant of this festival? You know, obviously they they have the money and they have the resources to bring in major artists, but why can't I do something on a more local level to complement what they're doing um, and also to feature uh, our regional women who might not have the kind of notoriety to um, you right. know to be to be uh, on a major stage like that, but still have amazing music and amazing talent and uh, you know, they might have been overlooked uh, in a broader. That was sort of, that was where the idea started. Okay, good. That's how Women's yeah. Jam South Florida came about, same way. Um, yep. Do you know Nidra Wheeler? Have you met her yet? That sounds familiar, but I, I can't remember Nedra. right now. <laughs> Nedra. Mm-hmm. Nedra Wheeler, the bassist. Mm. Okay. She She's in L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'll have to look her up. I don't, I don't know anybody here yet. I feel like this this scene is so big, you know. You go 10 miles, it's a completely well, different music. start here. with her. Start with her. And there's another cool. lady there. Um, I'll send you the names and email. So you. I would love that. that. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and that's what Women in Jazz South Florida is about. We're a global network from city to city, state to state, and country to country. We have members in nine countries. And... Um, so I invite you to join us at uh, org or .com. And it's $50 a year, but you get a lot of promotion on the newsletter, on the website, and on the radio. Uh, awesome, also, yeah. we, would, we would like to maybe recommend some of our artists. We have 157 uh women musicians as members. So we're going to play The Preacher, but we got about another two minutes. So go ahead and talk about what your goals are for 2015-16. Sure. Um, well, I've been working on um, promoting my my new project, the Ephemera Project, um, and we're going to Sweden for two weeks uh, so we'll be playing for the Swedish Women in Jazz Festival and then also doing a tour. So that band is um, Allison Miller on drums and Karen Chapelain on bass and Janelle Lapine on cello and then Sarah Hughes on alto saxophone. And then I'll be playing piano and also singing. Uh, so I've been working on writing writing music for that and cleaning up some new music for that. And then um, I've also been working on a project with my trio out here in L.A. and uh, a string quartet. So I'm hoping to present that in in the near future. Um, I've been writing pieces that are sort of combining art song and classical music with improvisation. 
so um, branching into new territory with that and enjoying that and working on my orchestration skills. And also I'm working on a uh, a new song cycle that's uh, based around sort of a sci-fi story about a robot. And um, so I'm working on collaborating with some dancers out here in L.A. to put that on um, hopefully uh, hopefully this year, probably early next year, uh, and have sort of a multimedia presentation of that um, song cycle. So just, you know, lots of different things and also just got my fingers and lots of pies out here in L.A. and, and trying to work uh, as an arranger for other musicians and other people's projects and uh, work as a music director. And you know how it is in the music industry. You just have to do a, a, a lot of a lot of different things to try to keep everything afloat. And um, I've been lucky enough to uh, survive out here and, and and thrive and enjoy the environment. It's a very fertile, creative environment in Los Angeles right now um, in all the arts. So I'm very, very happy to be here. Okay. Amy K. Bournemouth, thank you. We're going to listen to The Preacher. And it's a longer name than that. But we'll talk to you soon, Amy. Look for an email with those names. And right. enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. All right, you too, A big welcome to FMA. Slap him on the shoulder, tweak his 
WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally.